Welcome to Amplify Inclusion. I'm Claire Killey, Director of Inclusive Solutions at Aspire. Thanks for joining us as we share real stories and conversations about the power and importance of disability inclusion. Today we're releasing two episodes to conclude our series focused on the idea that workplace transformation starts small. At Aspire, we know that partners are critical to our mission, and this two-part segment will detail the progression of one of those partnerships. In part one, we'll hear from Beth Ford, the Director of Community Employment at Aspire, and from Brad Nardick, CEO of The Bazaar Incorporated. Brad's company and its retail offshoot, Bargains in a Box, have been a partner of Aspire for a few years. Brad and Beth will discuss how the partnership began and the steps they've taken to make it successful. Then in part two, in addition to Beth and Brad, we'll also hear from Manny, an employee of the Bazaar, who found his position through Aspire. They'll be discussing how the partnership continues to evolve. First, here's Beth. I am Beth Ford. I'm the Director of Community Employment. Community Employment is a program at Aspire, in Aspire Careers, and what we do is support individuals with disabilities to find and retain employment. We partner with companies and organizations in the community who are looking to diversify their workforce and support people with disabilities at their company. So we really see it as education on both ends, education for the individual to realize that their rights and also that they belong in a competitive environment and that education with the employer, that the employer can provide an, a more inclusive environment for the individual. So we have approximately 50 to 60 community partners who we are kind of actively working with. They're all at various stages of involvement or engagement. So we have a wide array of different industries you know, the culinary, we have warehouse distribution, we have office clerical positions, really any industry that you can think of, we have as partners. We really believe that inclusion strengthens our communities, including companies. And we really think of a partnership as a mutually beneficial relationship. The company who wants to diversify can look to us for that support. And we can partner with that employer in providing them with strong and ready candidates for the roles that we can assist them in identifying. So partnerships are critical in moving our mission forward. And one example of a great partnership that has developed is with Bargains in a Box. My name is Brad Nardick. I am the CEO of Bargains in a Box and The Bazaar Incorporated. And we are a middle market distributor of overstock consumer merchandise. So we partner with major American manufacturers and we buy their overstock that didn't sell through the primary markets and redistribute it to middle market retail chains across the world. Uh, as well as our own retail chains, which is what Bargains and Box is. My grandfather started the business in 1960. He passed away when my dad was 19. My dad dropped out of school, took over the company. There was one person who worked there at the time, and he ran the company for 43 years. I came into the mix at the tail end of that. 
you know, taking more of the, the leadership role and the directional role within the company. I really think that the biggest takeaway was just seeing the way my dad interacted with people who were on the team, people who were customers, seeing that he was like highly, highly personable and he took his time and he really knew a lot about the people who were around him. And so I had that model to work off of. And that's still very much present in the value system here. You know, one of our company values is it's not just business, it's personal. And another one of our company values is is people first. And as it relates to the work that we do in the disability community, that's, I think, everything from our onboarding process to uh, how we choose to hire, who we choose to hire is is really really based on getting to know the people who are looking for a job or who have come on board today we have about 35 people who work here who have come through different disability inclusion partnerships it's actually about 25 percent of our total staff so about a year and a half ago bargains and brad reached out to uh, leadership at aspire he had done his homework and had reached out to different companies and agencies and organizations like Aspire and calling on them to provide some perspective and and some guidance on how to start these first steps. So in the beginning, he, he really was just kind of information gathering. And so we met and shared a little bit about the community employment program and how we work and how we could support him and bargains to help his mission of diversifying his workforce. So from the start, it was very clear that Brad was a deeply committed leader. I've been a part of disability support since I was really young. You know, I I had my own set of challenges when it came to going through the school system I was always in some form of a special ed class. And I just remember always getting told this story, you're not really going to do much, you know, and kind of like having like the recurring theme be like, you're the special case, set your expectations low. And I took it really personally. And I think that's one of the things that motivates me today inside the business is that I think a lot of the people who come to us are incredibly talented, incredibly capable, have a lot of value to offer, and have been told otherwise for a really long time. So the seed of this started really early on. When I went away to school, I was in a rehab psychology program, so I had hands-on experience working with people with disabilities. And then after I got out of school, I went to the Paralympic Games in 2016 as a volunteer for Team USA. But the disability hiring about five years ago, we started our first internship program and we did not have a lot of success in the program. And I think what we learned there was like, you have to make it very personal. You can't just say, hey, here's the job description, do this job and we'll come back later and see us. So we, we started doing the work then and had a lot of iterations of trying to scale up our ability to hire people with disabilities. And, you know, over time, just through knowing more people in the community, finding more ways of getting support, you know, I learned a lot more about how to do this well. I think there was a few like big turning point moments. And I could use an example that we have with Aspire. You know, so I had found you guys online, I think, and begged to come in for a meeting. And then I met Jim and I met Beth Ford. 
And it was like astonishing. Like we were like, what a cool form of training, all the different supports. This is so cool. Not only that, but the the culture that I, I experienced when I was there felt really aligned to me. It was really cool to see all these people who have dedicated their life and career to supporting the disability community. It was the first environment I'd really been in of that nature. So I think it gave me a lot of like inspiration of what could take place here. But again, at that point, our ability to execute as bargains in a box and as the bazaar was just, we just weren't quite well set up to do it yet. Well, Brad's energy is contagious. And just like Aspire, um, I think he had a larger vision of inclusion. And he understood right away that there are challenges and there are obstacles. And he wanted to find out what those could be. But what it started with was inspiration and vision. And he is very enthusiastic, but also very realistic in his, his understanding of what needs to happen. I really wanted to be hiring people with disabilities into like all of the job openings we had, but I just didn't have the partners to do it. And we didn't have the right types of support in place. And I'm not ashamed to admit that when I was trying to do it on my own, it was a disaster. The difference was when we went to go visit Aspire and we captured some really cool ideas and some direction from them, we had the right people here to execute and move forward. So it had an exponential effect on our ability to hire and train and retain team members with disabilities, whereas before we weren't in a position to do that. I would say the qualities of an effective partnership would be a company that is open to learning about maybe different ways that people communicate or can be successful. Also a company that is flexible and agile and ready to meet the needs of all of their employers. And then I think having a commitment to diversity is a really important quality. I think step one is expectation setting and having a sense of shared responsibility. I find that what a community partner is often concerned about or curious about is what the motivation is and what the level of commitment is by our company to hire and by any company. You know, are are we just looking to fill jobs and say that we hire people with disabilities or are we really well set up to support somebody who's coming on board? And for me as a business owner, what I'm most curious about is what the process that a job candidate would go through inside of the community partner. Do they get training before they get here? Is there an assessment that we could have access to so we could kind of know what the strengths and weaknesses are of the person who we're considering hiring? Will a job coach be on site or not? And then I think another thing that is a characteristic of effective community partnership is definitely just a sense of the partnership between the organizations needs to be focused on having this one person who's getting hired at that moment in time for them to be successful. I think that that is the absolute most important thing, that the intention is there, that we are all here to make sure this person is going to be successful. I think that is like the secret sauce. Then you could work through anything. And another thing that I think is like a little more tactical is whenever possible, if the community resource partner can come on site and tour the business with the leadership group, I think that's a really effective method. 
One is you get a view of what kind of jobs and what the work environment is like. But two, it just gives you a lot of time to get to know how each other operates. So I'd say those are some of the building blocks of effective partnerships. I think the transformation I've seen Bargains and Brad go through is that Brad came to us with a pretty lofty goal. And that was the beginning of his journey. From there, we were able to kind of see that journey in in working with him and leadership working with him. I think that they are still striving for that goal, but I know that they've had a lot of learning experiences since then. And they understand that it takes a lot of support and it takes a lot of commitment. You know, it takes a few years for anything worth building to get the traction it needs. I think there's very, very few things that on day one are just going to like click and work. And so it's been a few years of us working with Aspire. You know, the lines of communication are quite open. And I'd say today, you know, it feels more like they're not an internal partner because we are different organizations, but we're very closely linked. So I think our partnership has evolved to be very cohesive. It's kind of the ideal progression where a company lays down the foundation by learning as much as they can, by discovering what has been successful for other companies, then into actual implementation where they hire individuals and train staff. And that's where you see the real transformation take place in the culture and in people's lives. Today, I'd say a lot of the driver forward is seeing that we've hired some people and they're like genuinely having like a cool result in their life as a whole. When you have results like that, it's about way more than just a job. It's about somebody getting an opportunity to gain self-confidence. So any aspect of the stigma around, oh, it's hard to hire people with disabilities. What if this? What if this? What if this? Which I think keeps a lot of people on the sidelines, a lot of companies on the sidelines. I would say that there's a huge reward on the other side of that, which is watching people have like a transformative experience through the work environment. I think that the best result that I could have here is that we've enhanced and enriched the lives of the people who have come through the program. That to me is the most important thing. I'd like to thank Brad and Beth for sharing their story. In part two, we'll hear from an employee who was hired through the partnership discussed in today's episode. Um, My name is Manny. My title in the position at the Bazaar is a logistical customer service agent. Manny will discuss the hiring process from his perspective and the impact of this career opportunity. Until then, please rate, review, and subscribe to Amplify Inclusion and learn more at AspireChicago.com. This episode was produced by the Aspire Inclusive Solutions team and co-produced and engineered by Subframe Sound. 